Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I would like to talk to you today about a subject that's very important to our financial stewardship. It revolves around our obedience to God, how we glorify God, and avoid those things that are sinful in nature and are contradictory to our belief system. That topic is biblically responsible investing. Now, you may or may not have heard about biblically responsible investing, and I'm going to call it BRI for short. BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing. Biblically Responsible Investing has been around for quite some time. I would probably go back to 1994 with the creation of the Timothy Plan by Art Alley in regards to creating investments that avoid things that we consider violations of our faith, of our Christian faith. It's very legalistic in its interpretation We would be screening and looking for things that support abortion, pornography, anti-family entertainment, human rights violations, alternative lifestyles, and possibly alcohol, tobacco, and gambling, depending on your beliefs. Now, Mr. Alley created the Timothy Plan back in 1994 with the intention of providing biblically responsible, biblically responsible, types of investment options for believers. Now, Biblically Responsible Investing, or BRI, has evolved for the last uh, several years. There are now exchange-traded funds that align with the screening. There are actually many mutual funds that hold themselves out to be biblically responsible or morally responsible, but not all are created equal. Not all are created equal. And the important aspect of biblically responsible investing is that we are trying to align investments with your beliefs, not the beliefs of every other Christian, but your beliefs. If you were to come to a financial advisor or someone such as myself, and you said, Jay, I've got X number of dollars I'd like to invest, the conversation would go very similar to this. Is there anything... Is there anything that you would want to avoid, that you would not want to own based on what they do or what they support? And many people have never been asked that question. They may have been lifelong investors, may may have several investment accounts, IRAs, joint accounts, 401ks, 403bs, Roth IRAs, but they've never been asked the question, is there anything that you would not want to invest in, support, or profit from? And when posed with that question, many people have the deer in the headlight look. They, they have no idea. So I go through the different legalistic screening uh, filters. Mr. Mr., uh, Mr. or Mrs. Investor, would you own a company that profits from the life-ending scientific research industry, which is a, just a, a very nice term for murdering unborn children? Well, many believers, many Christians would say, no, 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 I don't, want to, I don't want to own that. I don't want to own it if they profit from it. Well, what if they support it? What if they give money to, for example, Planned Parenthood that is obviously very involved in the abortion industry? 
Well, no, Jay, we wouldn't want to own a company that, that maybe not profit from it, but we don't want to own a company that also supports it financially. Well, that would be one aspect of biblically responsible investing. And we would go through the different things, such as the pornography industry. Really, I, I sum the, the question up as, would you want to own a company that creates victims? Whether it be environmental or people. You know, do we want to create victims of people? Do we want to own companies that are not uh, uh, aware of what they're doing? Or maybe they are aware of what they're doing to the environment but don't care. Is there anything that you would not want to own there? And people start, the, the engine starts to turn. You can see the light bulb come on. And then I throw another question from the positive filter. Is there anything that makes you smile? Is there anything that, that if I were to look at your investment portfolio, that I can identify you and your beliefs based on what you own? Because the reality is that's what we're trying to do. God has entrusted you with managing the assets that he owns. You don't own it. You have been put in charge of investing the money or taking care of the money that God has blessed you with, entrusted you with. You are the basically money manager. Do you think God would want you to own companies that profit from or support pornography? Probably not, right? What about killing unborn children? Probably not. What about using child labor? Probably not. What about owning a company that, that is either domiciled in a country or profits from a country that persecutes Christians? Probably not. That is biblically responsible investing. Now, I want to clarify my theology on, on BRI. I do not believe because you own it that you are sinning. If you own a company that is, is in the uh, business of profiting from abortion, do I think that you are sinning because of that? No, I don't think that you inherit the sins of the companies that you own. But being a good, obedient steward, you have a voice and a choice on what you own. Can you make an impact on corporations? Can you make an impact on society by choosing to invest your funds that align with your Christian beliefs? The answer is yes. Now, statistically, over 70% of the people in the United States today believe in God. Now, I'm not saying 70% of the people go to church, but what if 70% of the people that believe in God said, you know what, we don't really want to own a company that profits from killing unborn children. And we're not going to own those companies. We're not going to support those companies. We don't want anything to do with them. Do you think that that would have an impact if 70% of the people in the United States today said, we're, we no longer want to own your company? Money talks. You understand that? You know, money is, is, isn't going to jump off the table and harm anyone, but it is not neutral. When one has money, it causes you to, to choose different things from a taxation standpoint, from an investment standpoint, from a provision standpoint. You make a conscious decision on what to do with those funds, whether you save it, whether you spend it, 
where you spend it, what you invest it in, you make a decision with that. And your decision should always include the question, am I glorifying God with what I do with those blessings, those financial blessings? The answer should be, yes, I need to be an obedient steward. Now, I understand that many people don't, uh, don't know or have been not made aware of the options of biblically responsible investing. The world... The world owns the financial services industry. Very, there are very few biblically responsible advisors out on the street. Very, very few. Even fewer actually practice that faith in their business. Actually give God-honoring advice. Now, you stay with me here. So you are in a position as a money manager for God. That's exactly what you are. There is no other way to put it. You are a steward, which is, by definition, someone in charge of someone else's assets. You're taking care of things. God has entrusted you with it. Money is always a test. Money is a test. When God puts it into our, in our arena, he puts it into our world, our life, it's a test. The reality is you have to make a conscious decision. And I am saying as believers, it is our obligation to be obedient. And in our obedience, we have a voice on, on change. We can actually make changes. Some people may say, you know, I really like this company. I don't want to sell it. But at that point, then I would say, then as a shareholder, you have the right to vote. You have a right to contact investor relations. And express your displeasure with something they're doing. Okay? But you own a small piece of the company when you're a shareholder. When you're an investor, you own a piece or pieces of that company. You have a right to say something. You also have a right to divest yourself of those things if they don't align with who you are. They don't align with your moral compass. They don't align with your beliefs and your values. I literally would love for someone to be able to look at your portfolio and say, this is a Christian. This is someone who has recognition of right and wrong. This person has put a lot of effort into making sure that they are doing things to support the kingdom and voiding those things that we would consider sinful in nature. My friends, that is biblically responsible investing. Now, it sounds like a lot of work, but it's not a lot of work. It just takes a little proactivity on your part. When is the last time? Now, let me, let me back up for a minute. Many investors are investors because of company retirement plans. 401ks, 403bs, 457 plans. When is the last time you sat down with your retirement plan representative? And they asked you about your faith. They asked you, is there anything that makes you smile? Is there anything that you would avoid in regards to ownership in companies that you just really want nothing to do with? When is the last time that's happened? If you have a current advisor, has your current advisor ever asked you that question? Mr. or Mrs. Investor, you have a lot of options. You know, according to your risk tolerance, because they, the advisor is going to ask you a myriad of questions about liquidity and time horizon, your age, your net worth, 
your goals, what your expectations are, when you're going to use it. But how many times during that risk tolerance questionnaire have they ever asked you, is there anything that you would not invest in based on your beliefs? Is there anything that you would like to invest in based on your beliefs? It doesn't happen. The trend today in 2020 is that people want to save as much money as they can and they want to use robo-advisors or online brokerage uh, uh, firms. People, robo-advisors will never ask you about your faith or your beliefs. Never. They will never be incorporated into your portfolio. Most advisors on the street are worldview advisors. I know that because I was one. I was a Christian. I attended church. I was a born-again Christian at age 16. But from 1996 to 2008, I was giving worldview advice because it was purely ignorance. I was introduced to Art Alley and the Timothy Plan in 2008. Now, this is not a recommendation to use the Timothy Plan because there are, a, once again, a myriad of different portfolio options. I have created portfolios that are God-honoring uh, that I manage. But my point is, Art Alley was a founder. Larry Burkhart was another. Randy Alcorn is obviously instrumental in, in many of his writings and books. There are people out here that are aware, and it's very important Okay, it is very important because it all revolves around contentment. We should be we should be highly concerned about our obedience. Now, one thing that that I often say because the worldview says we should be focused on returns, I say we should be focused on obedience first. We're not going to take any of this to heaven. You don't need it there. You're going to be walking on streets of gold. We should be obedient first. And being obedient first means we should be responsible shareholders. And as responsible shareholders, we need to let our faith and our beliefs dictate what we own or don't own. And it's not that hard to do. If you go to my website, kingdomplanadvisory.com, kingdomplanadvisory.com, about a third of the way down the page, I've got a free screening tool. It's called Evaluator. You could click on that. You can click on that. Go to the screening software. There's no fee. I believe you can run up to five different screens. So let's say you owned five different stocks or three different stocks, whatever it may be. You can type those in there and see if they violate anything that you feel strongly about. Now, the real question is, once you discover that you own things that are contrary to your beliefs, your moral compass, your values... What are you going to do about it? Are you going to bury your head in the sand and say, I don't care as long as I'm making money? What if God asked you, what are you going to do about it? Because our stewardship is going to be judged. It's not, our, it's not a key to salvation. It's not our path to salvation. But our stewardship is going to be judged. Would you reply to God, God, I was getting a 12% return on that particular investment. Even though I know that they were profiting from killing unborn children, I was making good money. That makes me a good steward. I don't believe that's correct. It's creating victims. It's killing unborn children. Lord, I know I was invested in that, that internet company that makes a, a, a large amount of money from the pornography websites. 
but I was making a lot of money on it. You know, I, I, I increased my value by 30%. Do you think God would approve? I don't think so. Once again, I want you to understand, as a pastor, as a certified kingdom advisor, I want you to understand, I do not believe that you are inheriting the sins of that particular act or that company. What I'm telling you is, as a proactive, responsible, obedient steward, you have an obligation to align your investments with your beliefs. And ultimately, we would love for that portfolio, that investment portfolio, whatever it may be, it may be CDs, it may be bonds, it may be stocks, it may be mutual funds, it may be closed-ended funds. Whatever it may be, it should be a mirror reflection of your beliefs. Once it gets outside of replicating what your beliefs are, then you're not following your own beliefs. What good are beliefs if you don't follow them? I actually had someone that was on the pro-life board locally that came to me and screened their investments. And about 30% of their investment portfolio was involved in the life-ending scientific research industry. They couldn't believe it. That's why I say you, you must be proactive. You must be proactive in discovering what you own. And then make a decision on once you've determined what you own, if it contradicts and does not align with your beliefs, what are you going to do about it? You've got a couple options. As a shareholder, you could voice your opinion to investor relations. You could divest yourself, say, I just don't want to own it. You have options. But burying your head in the sand is not one of them. Because once you know, God knows. I'm not trying to guilt you into anything here. I'm just saying, as a responsible steward, you have the obligation to glorify God. If you're not glorifying God, then you are rebelling against God. And once you discover that you own things that are not biblical in nature, it's a biblical topic that's not being adhered to, then you're no longer in the crowd of ignorance. You're in the, you're in the crowd of knowing. And once you're in the crowd of knowing and don't do anything about it, then you become a rebellious Christian. Now, let's not make this too legalistic. Let's make this enjoyable. Because now you know that you have an option to align your investments, align your financial plan with your beliefs. You, it's available. And the options are endless. There are a number of, of very good companies uh, that you can align with that biblically are, are biblically screen what they own. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to clean up your stewardship. Now let me get back to the website. You could go kingdomplanadvisory.com, scroll about a third of the way down, says a moral screening. You can click on that and screen some of your investments. I believe it'll offer five. Anything above five, you're going to have to ask for me to, to screen additional, but there'll be no charge for that. I'm not going to charge you to help you align your stewardship, okay, align your investments with your beliefs, or help you discover if you are violating what you believe in. And here's another opportunity, because once you do this as a family, as a husband and wife, as a husband and wife and children, this is a great teaching opportunity to say, listen, we actually own these, and they don't align with who we are as a family, as, a, as believers. Let's, as a family, 
decide what it is that looks like us. What what can we own that makes us smile? At the same time, at the same time, coincide with our risk tolerance, our time horizons, okay, our liquidity needs. All that could be done. All that could be done. It was actually very difficult back in the late 90s. It is not difficult now. We can actually do 403B plans at no charge to small churches and and uh, um, faith-based organizations. That wasn't available two or three years ago. They don't even charge a plan fee. You can find that information on the website too. It's called the master's plan. If you're a small church of two or three people and you really have no options, you do, you do now. You can have a biblically responsible 403B plan. But let's get back to the screening. I encourage you. Listen, even if you don't own anything right now, but you would like to see, you know, you want to say, well, I wonder if this company actually violates. You know, I wonder if this mutual fund company has violations in it. You go in there and load it up and take a look. And once you find out, I encourage you to contact me. And let's discuss what your options are. Maybe you need help on uh, on on reaching out or, or getting investor relations phone numbers. I can show you how to do that. If you want me to screen an entire portfolio and make recommendations on the biblically responsible portfolio that align with your, with your faith, I'd be happy to do that as well. But you have options. And as a steward, I think you are obligated. I think you are obligated to be responsible in that aspect. No need to be creating victims as a believer. Now I'm going to end there. I, I, I hope that I planted seeds today that will grow into many wonderful things regarding stewardship across this nation. 70%, 70% of the people in the United States today can make a just a massive change to how companies conduct themselves if we as believers, as we as the majority said, you know what, we're not going to allow that. You're not going to use fetal tissue for testing. You're not going to sell products to a company that pushes Christians off the top of a building or beheads them on film or doesn't allow Christians to worship in peace. We're not going to let you do that. We're not going to own this. You're going to have to change. What a, what a wonderful opportunity we have. If you have questions, you're always welcome to call 888-226-7614. This is a topic, and I've been doing radio since the late 90s. But this is a topic that generates a lot of conversation. Some people agree, some people don't agree. The people that don't agree, it's still a, a case of not understanding. But I'll sum it up. You have a choice to align your beliefs with your investments. It's that simple. Not my beliefs, not your neighbor's beliefs, not your pastor's beliefs. Your beliefs. Because you are going to be held accountable for what you do. The pastor is not going to be held accountable for what you do. I am not going to be held accountable for what you do. You are going to be held accountable. It's going to be judged. Let me help you get the answer that you're looking for. Well done, good and faithful steward. God bless you. KingdomPlanAdvisory.com. I look forward to this conversation. Reach out and ask for the help because I will absolutely help you. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888-226-7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.